What follows is the raw audio from the public comment period during the July 17th Johnson County Commissioners meeting. This segment is Lacey Schiffer, Secretary of the Johnson County Fair Board, responding to a question from a member of the audience. It's a fairly poor recording, but I think you'll be able to hear just about everything that was said. As you mentioned, revenue coming in is connected to Johnson County Fairground and revenue. You know, I'm going to defer out of courtesy to the chair of the fair board, right? Are you, are you still the chair? No, of the Kevin board? is the chair. Yes, but we've got a member of the fair board, so I'll let her take the first step. Then. Um, Lacey Schiffer with the Johnson County Fair Board. Um, the revenue that the fair board gets. Um, we have several, um, when our facility, I think a lot of people aren't sure how our facility is ran, but if there is the only event that the fair board is in charge of is the Johnson County Fair and Rodeo that happens in two weeks. Um, and then every other event out there, we rent out the facility and somebody else comes in to put on, on their event. Like last week, we had a national team roping association was in the county for two days. Um, Doing a team roping. Uh, yeah, that was the team roping event. It's not open to the public. What? It's not open to the public. Yes, it is open to the public. Anybody can go out there and watch. Right. Yeah, that's what got me confused. I went there. Yeah. There was nobody watching. Right. Um, a team roping is not an event that a lot of people want to go and watch. It's more for the participants. I mean, anybody is welcome to go. And we posted on our website, we do not promote, we don't really have the budget to promote every event. Um, a lot of people, if you go, if you went, I mean, it's fun to watch for a few minutes, but they, there's not a lot of activity at the team roping. Right. And so those thousand cowboys went and they spent money in our community. They started coming in on Thursday and they um, go to... Um, eat out at restaurants, buy gas, get groceries, walk around Main Street. Um, but that's one of our events. So uh, Mr. Yost that puts it on, he pays us a fee to put on the event. Um, any event we have out, or not any event, but um, if somebody rents our facility, then they pay a fee. So that's our income. We have sponsorships for all of our arena signs. They pay a fee um, for that. Um, but, you know, we have, you know, um, brain auctions come out there and do events, they right. pay a fee. All right, but there's, there's a lot of Now, there's a lot more revenue that comes into the town when, when people go out from all these events and purchases. So we, the fair board feels that we'd rather have events at our facility to bring people into the community versus if we, if they choose to do their event somewhere else because it's cheaper, then that money is not coming into the community. So we like to, you know, break even or make a little money on our events, but we feel like the benefit to Johnson County is those people coming in and spending money in our community. And we probably bring in about a million dollars um, to the community in tax revenue from people spending money.
We probably have around Is there some data on that? Is there some um, data on that? Yes, we have a, a form. We haven't updated it since COVID because a lot of our events have been canceled. But we'll be in the process because this is probably our first year that we haven't had events canceled because of COVID. So how much money comes into the community? You have, yeah. you have, we data? have, a, you have data on that? Yes. Yep. Um, but Because like she, yesterday, nothing was open, you know. What do you mean nothing was open? Sunday. Just none of the oh, restaurants. Yeah. Yeah. The team roping like finished up yesterday. So people yeah. were leaving, but they came in on, we had people starting coming in Wednesday and Thursday, staying at the fairgrounds. But of our 250 events, not all of them are necessarily paid for. Like we do a lot of nonprofit, all the 4-H events that are out there. We have dog class, horse class, 4-H meetings that we don't charge use of our facilities. Um, so if you said like, yeah, of our revenue that comes in, divide it by the 250 events, that's a small number. But those numbers aren't accurate because we don't charge everybody for our facilities. Like some nonprofits, we don't charge, or we charge them a reduced rate. So I just, I just find it odd that the biggest facility in our town, Fairbanks, is morning producer. If you look back at the, I've been in here two years. And have you come out to anything at the fairgrounds? Yeah, he was there yesterday. Yeah. I pass that place every day. Yeah. And not until like two or three weeks ago, they changed the sign when the fair was when the the new rodeo was. The gates never changed. Yeah. There's never any signage that lets people know that something's going on. We we post on our Facebook page. But um, but yeah, there's usually something going on. You know. Most of the time. Again, we looked at to have a digital sign out there, but it's very expensive. And we, you know, haven't had that in our budget to put a digital sign out. We've been working with our foundation about maybe helping fund a digital sign um, um, out there. But our county fair week is, you know, kind of our biggest event that we put on. Um, and we want everybody to the community to come out. Um, and we don't want to prohibit it by charging people to come watch the sheep show or the dog trials. Um, you know, the, the kind of the culture is, you know, you could go like the Wyo Rodeo, rodeo tickets are 35 to $75 for their rodeo. You know, we charge $5 to come into our rodeo. So, you know, everybody can afford to come and watch our local participants in the rodeo. We don't want to not let the community come because it's cost prohibitive. Right. No, no. Yeah. The fee doesn't have to be much. Two bucks, three bucks. Parking. A dollar an event. Then you need the, we have two people that work at the fairground. And so, you know, you need additional staff to collect those fees to be at the gate. Um, and that, isn't cheap also if you're just charging you know a couple bucks you could could ask for volunteers but and so our event we only do one event out there for the week of fair um everybody else they just pay the rental fee and it's up to them if they want to charge and some of them do and some of them don't so it's you know not up to us to tell people how to run their event also um but um 
you know, we have one of the biggest county fairs in the state. Um, and I attribute that to our great leadership in the extension office and 4-H. Um, and to go, our, our county fair is probably a lot better than the state fair because the state fair is very cost prohibitive for those participants because they have to pay to enter the fair. They have to pay to for their livestock to be there. They have to pay parking. So probably to go to state fair is 500 to to $1,000 for a family and that's not costing food. So we do this that everybody can, can participate. But we have a, 300 kids in Johnson County 4-H that participate in our fair. There's an ant pile in the middle of one of the buildings. That's got to be fixed. It does. There's an ant pile and bushes and there's stuff growing in the middle. I mean, that's just unacceptable for the amount of tax dollars y'all get. It's just unacceptable. I'm sorry. Ant piles in the middle of a beautiful facility. It could be so much. There's so much revenue it could generate. You can't have ant piles where kids are taking their horses and stuff. You just can't. There's a whole building you can't use. Exhibit just, hall is, we're, we have plans to, we would like to remove the exhibit hall and we're working on, on how to fund that and, you know, it's over a I mean, I know dollars. we want to keep it free for people, but, pe but they will understand. If they took one tour of that place, they would understand why you're charging five bucks for parking. They just would. You would be amazed at how many people come to every fair board meeting and ask for a reduced rate for their event. We had the Clear Creek Performing Arts Line reduced. I'm on the Clear Creek board. I understand that. So we and have you know, all these people. But I told my board rates. that's too bad. They have to charge. Things cost money. And they have an ant pile in a place we could actually use for the Clear Creek you Performing Arts. Exhibit hall for performing but arts. you know what that's I the mean. No, the big, the big one. It has ant piles in the middle of it. It's unacceptable. So we would like a new facility that can be used all, all You can't the say the leadership is doing what it needs to do, and there are ant piles and big, huge piles of water in, inside buildings. I'm sorry. I'm going to be quiet now. I'm just... Well, feel free to come to any of our meetings. I would love to, but I don't think I'd get on a board. I think if I applied for something, they'd say, not her. She's a troublemaker. But that's okay. But I'm just saying, this is what people notice. Well, That's why they don't have stuff at the fairgrounds and they go to the carousel or they go to Bomber Mountain because there's a frickin' ant pile and water puddles in the middle of a building. It's yeah. unacceptable. You gotta well, have money to fix it. Well, they do! They have $800,000 of pet taxpayer money. You gotta be kidding me. Well, the fair board works very hard. I'm not saying you don't. Well, then hire somebody to come in and, and consult with you and fix it all. For Spend the money. $50,000, we cannot do that and maintain what we have. Well, then you're going to have to start charging or something. Somewhere, something's going to have to happen. Because you can't have ant piles and stuff in the middle of beautiful buildings, and you're going to have to charge people to board their horses. I know what that is. I have horses. We don't let people board their horses, but they do pay a, if you come in, like people traveling through, they do pay a fee. Right, there's the little bucket that you pick. You need to have someone that is there to Venmo it or electronically collect it. There are solutions. You just don't listen to anybody else's solutions. People have done this in the past. I know, people from other state, other cities, other towns. Oh, my gosh, I know. But that's the way it is. You cannot have ant piles and big, huge puddles in the middle of your main 
Well, no, it isn't because you have an ant pile and puddles in it. But it's a huge building. Because it has built-in things that you can't even move to have an event in there because the things are built in for exhibit space. So it's only used one time a year, and that was done way before we did. The fair board would like to take out those three buildings, put a nice multi-purpose building in. We tried to do it with um, the penny tax that got shot down. Yep. We're working on other ways. We're going to do a new office exhibit or with the fair board or with the extension office and then hopefully add on to that building to make it a nice exhibit hall, buildings that can be used all around. Absolutely. So we are working on it. That'd be but great. I think charging, we will not have events if we overcharge for those events, and it will take away the taxpayer's dollars, or tax money that is spent throughout the county. Buffalo. What about putting out a poll to people? How much would you be willing to charge or pay for uh, parking? Something can, like that. We can try that. Yeah, there are solutions. That's all my point is. Just maybe ask some people that have done things like this before. Except August and July because we're reviewing rodeo entry. Right. Tonight. No, y'all are too busy to deal with anything until that's over.